0: Seventeen. All right, let me get let me get my uh, international specs rolling. Oh, okay. There we go. International specs rolling. All right, and here we go. Hola, bienvenido al único podcast deportivo que apoyo a los Seahawks anoche. Es es algo en blanco y negro con A one. E A Ward. All right, you know, just had to give a little, a little <laughs> Spanish flair, a little Spanish welcome. You know, I'm, 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 I'm working. I'm, I'm on my, uh, my uh, Duolingo. You know, just being deportes. Hey, I'm coming for that job. You know, what I'm saying shows. Next time y'all Mexico City, Mexico City, send your boy down there. I got y'all. I got Ooh, y'all. I'm there we be, go. There I'm gonna be I'm gonna be flowing in about a year, maybe two years. You know, uh, I, I'll be ready. That's I can side. order. I can I can uh, ask for a ticket to Madrid right now. Okay. Okay. You just got back, right? <laughs> yeah, just got back. Just got back. Um, it was pretty dope. <clears throat> I'll say this: traveling abroad. One, it did it did make me go, yo. I want to learn Spanish. Like it really did. Like I've taken in college, so that I've taken uh, in high school, and when I was in fifth grade, I've taken German and French in my oh, time. Right? In my like, in my time of schooling. So, um, you know, obviously living in America, I'm pretty sure Spanish is probably probably the second most spoken language in our country. Uh, but like being there, it was it was a an exercise in like being in a space where you don't understand what's being said around you. Right. Like living in America, right. If you are not from here, English is your second language or maybe third. Right. right? When you first get here, you're hearing all these syllables and words being thrown around. You don't understand what they mean. And so it pushed me to want to start to learn the language. And so that's what I am doing. I'm learning. I know my wife said that potentially there might be a free class. I could take at Rockhurst, So yeah, man, I'm, you know, I just, uh, I want to get fluent. So I might start the show some days, you know, a little Spanish flair. All right. All right. You know, you know. How are you? How are you, how are you my
1: friend? Ah, uh, muy bien. Muy bien. Muy uh, bien. <laughs> Mucho gusto. Mucho gusto. <laughs> uh, um, uh, gracias. Um, but uh, I am. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm doing pretty good, bro. I'm doing pretty good. I am. uh just got back from Philadelphia. So. And from what I understand, I mean, and, you know, I'm never going to turn down anything that makes a lot of sense, but mm. you know, I'm home until February 10th. So that's good. That's a, you know, a good six weeks, you know, no traveling and stuff. So that should be good, man. I'm excited. Got a big battle coming up. Um, big for me, you know, just because it's in Kansas city, January 20th mm. here in Kansas city. Um, sure. so that's, that's really exciting. Uh, so that'll be promoted a lot here in the next three weeks. Um, shout out to that guy. Shout out to the platform. Um, big event. So I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, yeah, just looking forward to, uh, the holidays, spending time with family, friends, you know, and, uh, and, and hopefully getting through them safe and without overdraft fees. (laughs) (laughs) So,
0: you know, I was, I had my mind ready for the next part and that, (laughs) (laughs) That cracks me up. So this battle, it has it's been announced, right? Like it's it's the one <laughs> yeah. in, it, that's happening can't. so yeah. I happen to put Gwitty, the album, into the English to Spanish translator. Oh yeah. And it said, and here's what the translation is <laughs> Ingenioso el Album.
1: <laughs> Albo Album.
0: Oh Genioso. So you- genius album
1: still has the word bum in it in Spanish, too, right? All right? just want to make sure. I right, just want to make sure that he is, um, bilingually a bum. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah.
0: Oh, my bad. I didn't see shot the 83 in the building. I didn't, you know,
1: perpetual pause. hater, First perpetual. First off, pause. <laughs> Come on,
0: 83. Come on, 83. Pause. <laughs> and he says, uh, I mean, listen. If you want a battle war at City of Truth, I'll make sure I'm there for that. I'll be in the service
1: that day. Nah, nah, because I owe him a performance, and he's just getting a poem. He's not getting the whole battle. <laughs> you know, he's only getting. He's only getting a, a, a spoken word
0: piece. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, even somebody else agreed. They said pause mm-hmm. too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yo, I have it. Let me get the full. Let me get the uh, the full introduction. Uh, we thank you guys for tuning in you can check out every episode of it's a black and white theme by going to the podcast app of your choice searching for it's a black and white thing or brains and bars you can also check us out we're live right now on youtube you can check us out by searching brains and bars there as well all one word and you can also follow us on twitter youtube TikTok, and instagram by searching brains and bars all right. So, um, first, you know, we got some sports lined up, but before we get into that, I want to get into the bar side of thing, um, side of things. You had a battle that took place a couple of weekends ago, yep. um, in New York shot the eye battle. Let me say this about eye battle. As we, as we talk about your time there, this couple of weekends ago, iBattle battle is to me has solidified itself as one of the majors in mm-hmm. this sport. Um, I know people may not consider them to be on the same level as a URL or a king of the dot, but they are consistently throwing cards. They're consistently having. It's a fun atmosphere. It's a dope atmosphere. People are there to listen to bars, react to bars and have a good time. A fun loving crowd, man. Um, Shout out to Lex. Shout out to everything that he's built there through the app, through the different, you know, um, I I don't know all the different the groups, the high tide, the water, so on and so forth. And he's also built the roster of names. Um, you think about the Kangs, you think about the homeschools, you think about the uh, I almost said eunuch, excuse me. Um, think about Oppas, real, real sick, um, real sick. Um, I know Dunch, Anderson Dun- Burr. Like you think about all Dunch, yes, all these Mule lips, all these different names um that have come through there, that have built their names up through there, rebuttal that. Um I know Sean Gata is now affiliated with the brand, which Mm -hmm. I'm very happy to see because Sean Gata, I feel like is someone who deserves more plates and more opportunities. And so shout out to him for putting on it. So yes, Lex, thank you. Thank you for what you do for the culture. Thank you for putting on dope. Battles and matches all year long. Check out iBattle if you don't have the app. Download the app. It's twenty five bucks a month, or they have a yearly option. If you want to, you know, just say, "Look, I don't want to have to worry about the yearly option." Subscribe to them. Subscribe to their YouTube channel. All that. So, with that being said, Culture Six went down a couple of weekends ago. You versus Oppa Man. Just kind <clears> of <throat> give a, a quick recap of how you think
1: that weekend and that battle went. Yeah. First off, you know that weekend was jam packed with events. On Friday, we had Chrome Cancel Christmas. On Saturday, we had Queen of the Ring. I think it was Panic Room. Um, Panic Room. I forget which number. What number? Seven, I believe, or something like that. Um, we had i Battle Culture, and then we had URLs Homecoming too. You know, and honestly, um, you know, not a huge surprise to someone like myself, but should be a surprise to the battle rap community is that i Battle's event was the best from top to bottom event from that whole weekend. Sure. You know, so when you're competing with you know Chrome, URL, Queen of the Ring, that's um. That's something to be said about you know um, how they run their events, the talent level that they have, and the names that they're able to kind of get in there. Um, mm-hmm. Man, they're 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 they guys, and I call them their guys. But the guys that you know frequent on iBattle, you know, um, at this event, were were going up against guys that are the best in the world. You know, you had myself, you had JC, you had Rum Nitty, you had Danny Myers, and you had Tay Rock. You know what I mean? Like that's that, that starting five is like is is a top, you know. Ten or fifteen battlers in the world, um, right. go, going up against these eye battle guys who you know are, are very formidable opponents. Got a chip on their shoulder, know how to write, know how to perform, and it's in a you um, know, habitat that they've built. You know what I mean, like a a, a a platform and a culture and and fans and everything that they've built. And it's like a it's a home game to them, but it's also well deserved. So you know when you're looking at the battles that happen throughout that night. You know, there's a lot of good battles. There was, a, there was a lot of really good battles. But then when you got down to those last five, when you had Death the Kid versus JC, when you had Low Supreme versus Danny Myers, uh, CJA versus Rum Nitty, um, febo versus Tay Rock, and then Appa versus myself, like, man, they all did their numbers. They really, really all did their numbers. And we put on a, a five battles of, of high, high... High um, performance, high bars, delivery, everything. You know, and also the other, the great thing was like, man, Lex Luthor's one of those uh, guys who he sends out the itinerary to me ahead of time, and he says, "Yo, these three battles go on at five o'clock. These three battles going at six o'clock. These three going at seven. These, you know what I mean?" And mm-hmm. and give or take ten or fifteen minutes, it happens that way. You know, and and he 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 pushes through them. You know, um, and that's just a testament to you know his. Um, his uh, work ethic and just what he wants to, what he wants, the event that he wants to, you know, put on for people that are paying and coming out. So, so yes, the event was amazing. Great, great event. Um, And then my opponent was, was, was just as good as what I thought he would be, you know? Um, And I didn't write I didn't sleep on him. Didn't, you know, didn't ever, you know, think about going in there into that type of environment and and giving any kind of half effort or anything like that. So we had a great time. We had a great battle. Um, you know, I felt like I got the first two rounds clear, and then I think that the third can be debated. And I think you know, um, probably in their building, people mo- most people that text me he's had had me winning 2 1 with him, him uh, edging the third or whatever. Um, but for the most part, yeah, it we went last, and to be able to anchor down that event and put on a high performance after being people being there for five, six hours, you know, and having performances like Nitty, CJA, Low Supreme, those guys, you know, it, it was really just a testament to, to how good op is and how. How good I am as well. So,
0: for sure. And let me also plug I believe they have the pay per view if you want to still check it out on caffeine as well. So, like if you are a URL
1: yeah.
0: um, enthusiast, um, you know, if you okay. want to check out again, Nitty, yourself, Danny Myers, um, Tay Rock. Yeah, and um, forgive
1: me because low key the battle of the night I just totally skipped was so Con and
0: Homeschool. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah.
1: And I don't you know, that's, that's six right there. Just, you know, just, and you still, I think they had six more too, that were, that were, uh, that were very good, you know?
0: For sure. For sure. I know, I mean, just from that weekend, I know Los Prem had, <laughs> I know people feel like he had a standout performance yeah, versus yeah. Danny Myers. Um, you told me to go check out, personally go check out homeschool. And uh, so kind cool. of haven't had the opportunity yet. Um, and again, like I've watched parts of CJA and Nitty um, you know the idol not stand still from CJA. Like I saw that online, I was like salute. Like that was dope. That man, um,
1: that man, Mitty told him. I see. Mitty told him. He said something like, "Uh, they're gonna be RIP shirts hot off the press, like a car lighter." <laughs> hot off the press like a car lighter is crazy to me how you you think of that stuff bro
0: and it's like it's like it's a simple thing like it's not like that's like a super layered right yeah but i mean it's
1: just like it's hot off the press like a man crazy (laughs) it doesn't just that that was probably like one of the like the little little punches you know what i mean but he just says yeah and yeah cja was so good too man so
0: but yeah but shout out to i battle man y'all go check that out check out that event um, I believe you can go
1: get the VOD on caffeine. I believe yes so. that's
0: why that's why I brought it up. Yeah. Yes, you can go get the VOD on caffeine. I don't know if I know sometimes also if you get the iBattle app, they will also have certain battles that you can also purchase on their app on the yeah. VOD. Um, but yes, you can go to caffeine, get the VOD. That's why I wanted to throw that out there There's another avenue just in case you don't have the iBattle app. maybe you don't have the space for the iBattle app. If you have caffeine, you're already halfway there. Check out iBattle, get the VOD, check out all of those battles. All right, so let's spin it forward. One more week, or this past weekend, um, you were in Philly yeah. Um, for Drop Your Location. That car went down. Um, obviously, you were there to support Loso. That battle did not happen due to yeah. uh, Mike P. being under the weather. Trust me, I understand 100%. Me um, too. Um, And so your experience at the trenches, because this is your first time being at a trenches event. Um, your experience being at the trenches.
1: Uh first off, it's it's in the trenches, you know. Um, it's, it's it's not one of those. It's not one of those that just slaps the name on there. You know what I mean? And it's just like this is what we're going to call ourselves. Um, I'm not sure exactly where it was at in Philly, but I just know that um, the Uber driver dropped us off. And, you know, normally when you get dropped off at a battle rap event, like you can see like a parking lot full of cars or you can see like a bunch of people outside smoking or you just see Mm -hmm. two guys over there sparring. So you're just like you get out the Uber and you're like, I'll bet, you know, that's where I go. You know, a few more steps and I'm home. When we got dropped off, like it was just pitch black and it was just abandoned warehouses and a Burger King across the street that was trying to communicate to people to try their new melt. But I think the L had fallen off and it was just like <laughs> new Mets or something Mets. like that. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I, I'm like walking down the sidewalk because there was no numbers on the uh, on any of the warehouses. So he just let us off like at the red light. So I'm walking on the sidewalk for probably like just about a minute, which, you know, a minute in in an area that you don't know where you're at. 60 seconds is a, is a long time. It's so long. Sure. Uh, as we're walking one way, another car is coming another way. And they rolled another their window and they was like, uh, "I think they said Are you lost or something like that or whatever." And we just kind of looked and then we seen two people across the street and they were just like, "Yo, is that A-Ward? Hey, is that Lowe?" So I was like, "Okay, cool." You know, and they were like, "Hey, they said go to the light, take a left. If you get to the graveyard, you went too far. But before the graveyard, go down the alley and then you'll see somebody that will show you where the warehouse is." <laughs> Well, all right, then. (laughs) So so we walk back down. But sure enough, light, go left, boom, alley, boom, complete graveyard. Like, and you're like, you're, I mean, right by the graveyard. There's just an SUV with the headlights on, rolls down its window. You for the battle? Yeah. Go all the way down to the end, you know, whatever. So, but as I'm walking down, I'm like, yo, like, the aesthetic here is pretty cool. Like, I know Avocado does a great job with, like, you know, what he's able to get B-roll wise and mm-hmm. you know, everything. And I'm like, yo, this is really like, like, this is really kind of like a trenches type environment. You know, when we got there, it's just a big warehouse. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's huge, it's massive. So, you know, there's probably 200, 250 people in there in attendance, yeah. but you know, it's just, it looks so small because it's, it's just such a huge warehouse. You know what I mean? Um, so, so I get in there, we got there when I think Kaboom and Riggs were battling, um so we didn't see anything before that um and uh and and for the most part honestly it was one of those events that's a lot like uh canceled christmas when i went to chrome and it's like unless you're up in in the crowd like standing by the host and everything like you just can't hear you know they're not using microphones um a lot's going on you know people's voice are not projecting and carrying um and you just can't hear and and i'm just not like, if it's maybe my league or something like that or Loso's battling, I'm going to be up there. But I'm not I'm not a guy that just stays up there jam-packed like sardines. Like, I'm in the back, you know. I'm trying to catch bars, do different things or whatever. But for the most part, it seemed like everybody was enjoying themselves, you know. Um I, I could tell you who it seemed like was winning, but I never really, like, kind of, like, was locked into any – all three rounds of any of the battles. Um, yeah. And so that's why I came home and I started to watch Easy and John John today. Um, So that I could kind of at least know, you know, who I at least had winning for that battle. So, so what did you think? Did you you finish whole battle? I did not. I finished the first two rounds. So, um, and then it's weird because it it was similar. It's similar to like the verb and me battle in a sense that I think mine and verb's first two rounds are our best rounds, and then the third are probably our our weaker rounds in the in the Mm -hmm. me and verb battle. And I think from what I remember in the building was the same. I felt like with Easy and John John that they kind of ran out of steam, and it's like their weaker rounds. So even though I do want to watch the third to see who I had winning. Cause I had it one, one going into the third. Um, it's one of those things. Like I'm not really, I'm not really excited about watching these, <laughs> watching these thirds. So uh, I just remember thinking like, wow, this is a very, very like long and dry round for easy in the building. And I remember thinking, okay, they're pausing like John, John a lot right now. Like, I don't know what he said, but they're laughing and pausing him. And then I remember thinking to myself, he's not really trying to teach a battle rap crowd how to play never have I ever right now. Is he like, I'm like, <laughs> I, I just remember thinking that live, like, like, no, let's not do this. So,
0: so yeah, I, I'll say this. I won't repeat the line because he said it enough times that is, I'm pretty sure it's seared in just about everyone's brains who heard yeah. it live, but it was talking about cheeks raw. Now is raw. that a, from what i seen on Twitter, that's a battle rapper uh i'm assuming i don't know if it's a battle rapper i'm assuming he is a rapper oh. who, who is renowned in philly though because the whole thing about he had nh because he starts out by saying that was going in your cheeks raw there there's the line that gets paused into infinity i will i will say this before i continue shout out to him for prep for uh pre- per- persevering excuse me yeah. and continuing to say the line until he could finish because it was a part of his scheme oh so, so he starts out by saying that it was going in your cheeks raw um, and then he said, he was like, y'all don't say pause here. So I guess maybe I should say N H. Right. Okay. And so he started, he, I think Reed ends up being a part of the scheme. Right. So he's using all these Philly rappers. Um, because like the end of the scheme, he talked, he incorporates it. How like, um, I think that like the punches, is, this is where he Philly from. Right. So he, he incorporates all these Philly rappers. I think he throws Meek in there. I don't know if he threw AR in there he throws a bunch of you know battle or not battle rappers but rappers in there and it ends up kind of like you know this is where he feel he what he, he's trying to rip where he feel he's from right and so that's how he set the whole scheme up so that was the part that gets paused into oblivion
1: Gotcha. Um,
0: gotcha. so yeah so i mean I, it, I to me the philly part was a little bit of a payoff um i think sometimes with john john like he goes into these schemes and then the payoff isn't there it's just a bunch of word association to let you know that Hey, I'm scheming right now, guys. Right. Um, and then you end up with a punch, you go, mm, I don't know if that was worth it. I felt like to me, that particular scheme leading to that punch or where you he feel he's from, I thought it was worth it. Okay. Um, cool, cool. I felt like I felt like I had it, John John 2-1. This I watched it back again um yesterday. I watched mm-hmm. it back again a second time because I wanted to make in the in real time I had John John 2-1. I think it's a decent battle. I think it has replay value. Um, I had John John the first easy in the second John John edge in the third or actually I had John John kind of getting third clear. I had him edge in the first. So like anybody who has easy two one, I'm not mad at that. I don't think it's a 30 either way. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it's a decent battle. And if you would like to check that battle out and all the battles that took place, it's on drop your location, yes. go to rapgrid.com If you don't have an account, create an account VOD is probably 50 bucks. Get the VOD. You can check out with that 50 bucks. You can check out John John versus easy and every battle that took place on that card. I know a couple of standouts for performances from that. People really like Zan um, versus Cashflow Rizzy. She has like a, a, a little Philly flow, AMG mode. She goes into, um, I'm trying to think, people really enjoy Bill Collector versus Bad News. Um, I'm trying to think. People like, the, I, I saw some good uh, compliments of Riggs' performance versus Kaboom. Mm-hmm. Trying to think, is there Clone any? Clone other... and
1: E-Mass was there. Clone,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so, so there are some performances on there you need to check out. I think John John's first. I feel like John John starts his first off really strong. I feel like I don't know if that was a pre a pre battle where he starts out about the, the, uh, Daddy the audio Patty footage. Patty yeah. Patty's the chopped cheese. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not here to you know cop please or whatever. Like, like yeah. I like that intro from him. I thought that was pretty dope. Um. I mean the 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 Chipotle, not Cheesecake Factory bar from Easy super dope. Um, like I said, go check it out, man. It was it's a, it was a good good battle. I didn't get a chance to watch all the event because this event took place on Saturday, right? Yes. I was sick. I was. I have been sick since Friday. So like, when did I did get even, back from Mexico. I got back from Mexico the prior Monday. So I got back Monday, Monday, okay. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, fine, Friday. I, I've been kind of down ever since. Yeah, so yeah. um, so yeah, so Saturday, I didn't even purchase the event. And then even when I purchased, I wasn't paying attention to the main event because I was just kind of in and out. So go check that out.
1: Rapgrid.com. It's on there. If you page. think if fifty dollars is too much for you, uh since easy bootlegged my event with Geechee, you could just cash at me 25 and I'll get you to log in. <laughs> um so just shoot a, a IMA award $25 and I'll get you the I'll get you the bootlegs. So that's hilarious. That's hilarious.
0: But yo, let's get into, let's get into uh, sports. Y'all let us know who y'all had, what standout performances from iBattle, standout performances from the trenches. Um, if you want to talk about bars of the year, battle of the year, um, performers of the year, hit us up at Brains and Bars on Twitter. And you're, uh, you're at I am underscore award on Twitter. Yep, yep, probably. that me. All right. My wife is dancing right now to distract, try to distract me, but I'm a professional and I can I can look at how beautiful you, you are and still maintain my conversation. Love can it. you speak Spanish, too, at the same time?
1: Wow. I haven't
0: I haven't learned how to speak Spanish to her while doing a podcast <laughs> and maintaining. I eye eye focus on her. So maybe yeah. next week maybe next week <laughs> all right but let's get into the nfl man let's talk about some things that took place over week over the weekend in week 15 we're going to start with the hometown team kansas city chiefs handle business snapping their three game was a three game losing streak right am i tripping no or two, or two, game. Two, two, two 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 game two game losing streak patrick mm-hmm. has never lost three games in a row yeah. um two game losing streak taking care of business in foxborough against the patriots 27-17 um Pretty uneventful game, except for one particular moment late in the or actually early fourth quarter. Third, Patrick Mahomes, fourth. it was the third quarter. I don't remember, but I thought it was third, but it
1: could be fourth. Yeah, it was probably fourth. It
0: could, it I thought it was third just because a fourth, just because I feel like there was a lot of time left in the fourth quarter when it happens. Yeah, but, it probably was. I, it probably was. but um, Patrick Mahomes tries to hit Kadari Toney across the middle, pass hits him right between the one and a nine. He bobbles it, it goes directly into the hands of a defender. In Chiefs territory, the Patriots end up scoring a touchdown on that drive, making the game not they, the Chiefs were still in control. Right. But they put the game a little bit into doubt. Um, but the Chiefs ended up winning that game. And so there was a lot of talk on social media about Kadarius Tony and uh, his performance this year. And overall, what should happen to him? Because obviously this is not the first time he struggled with drops. It's not the first time he's had a ball hit him in the hands and then him bobble it, and deflect it directly to a defender. So I will ask you, sir, if you were Andy Reid, Brett Veach,
1: what do you do with Kadarius Toney? Um, I'm, I'm, you know, we talked about this a little bit earlier this week or whatever. I, I'm putting him on the bench. I'm putting him on the bench. Um, or I, I, I don't know how many snaps technically he plays a game, but um, he, he's seeing the field on punt returns um, maybe, um, and he, he might see a couple snaps a game. Um, for some decoy stuff, but I'm making some kind of uh, of change to the point to where he realizes that hey, like you know unless unless you get this thing you know figured out unless I have you know unless you you take full advantage of the steps that you are getting or unless in practice, which I don't even think they practice much anymore going into these last weeks. I don't I don't know that there's a lot of like I think there's more so just walkthroughs than um, than practice or whatever but like yeah, I put him on the bench. I'm saying, hey, let me see what I can get with Richie James. Um, and you know because at this point it's not a, it's not a situation where he's just not making plays he's making plays that hurt the team you know and then that's the big thing um it's not just you know he's not ran the wrong route or he you know he this that and the third. he's he's literally he's making plays that are hurting the team you know he when it, as, as it pertains to the, the drops and the um the just i mean obviously the tip ball interceptions or whatever so I'm putting him on the bench. I'm putting him on the bench. I'm not cutting him because that wide receiving room is just so, so. Uh, thin. Uh, yeah. Thin. Um, but I'm, I'm going to give some other guys some, 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 some op- opportunities for snaps um, that he's getting, you know, um, sometimes it just takes throwing somebody on the bench and anything to just to get their head, you know, and we might bring him back and start him the next game and be like, yo, you know, and he might, you know, he might come out of it. So. But I just don't think you can just keep giving him the snaps, keep doing the same thing and have any kind of expectation because then there's no accountability for, you know, him just not playing well.
0: So for context, uh, Rasheed Rice led all receivers with 60 snaps, which was 92% of the reps on Sunday. Um, then there was Justin Watson, 44 snaps, and then Kadarius Tony with 26. I'm pretty sure after that, I don't know how often he was on the field after that play, um, but only 26 snaps on Sunday. So, I agree. Like I thought, I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold you. My first thought was cutting. Um, I get the room is not, you know, in tip top shape. I get it's, it's thin, but like you said, you got Richie James. Richie James plays the same position as him. Nicole Hartman's coming back off of IR. I think they opened his practice window this week. He plays the same position as uh, <coughs> Kadarius Tony. Get, get him to the bench, or cut him because, like, not only. You've had this issue now in the first game of the season that led to points. You had this issue in this game that put the Patriots in great position that led to points. And let's just say, granted, one play does not win or lose a game, to be fair. Right. But what if that is the play that gives the Patriots the confidence? And then all of a sudden now they're unstoppable. Right. And now you. You know, all you momentum people, here's your chance to chime in. What if that's the play that gives them the momentum and the Patriots come back and win that game? Like everybody's going to point to that play as the turning point, as the thing that changed the tide in that game. And so my thing is this. This is who Kadarius Tony is. I posted a video in the group. um, Maybe not the group we're in. Me and Reese had a we'll we'll talk. I'll talk a little bit about more about this in the next question but we had a a back and forth about what to do with with Tony and who's at fault and who's the blame, where I posted that video from the Senior Bowl, where he runs an impeccable route. He sends the defender the complete wrong direction. He's wide open. There's no one around him. He throws the ball. He drops it. This is who he has always been, and I get it. He has has all the potential in the world to be a number – at worst, 1B, number two receiver, I think. But he has the potential to be a 50, 60, 70 catch-a-year player. However, you cannot trust him. And it is like having – it's like, to me, the analogy I use was it's like having someone who's a talented cook, a really good cook, and you go, you know what? They can cook amazing meals. It's just that eight times out of ten, they burn the food. And it's just (laughs) like, well, what does that do for me if – more times than not, when I ask you to make bacon and eggs, you burn the bacon and the eggs are fried too hard. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like I can't bacon, I can't. bacon is much
1: better burnt, by the way. The crispy bacon that just uh, snaps. Like, oh, yes. I don't, I don't need yes. no burnt bacon, bro. Yes. Like, like,
0: yes, would you like your bacon crispy? Yes. But once you start to get the black, I'm you know, you, you start to lose. Now, because I am a a bacon connoisseur, I will eat certain parts of burnt bacon. Right. It doesn't deter me unless it's like completely charred. But my point is, like, you can't have that. You right. can't have that. And so I, I can't trust you in that moment. And I think you saw a lot of frustration from Mahomes in that point. And somebody tried to read his lips and he something like I, I bleep and can't like how he was, he was going off. Right. And, and so I, I am with you. I probably would bench and probably give strong consideration to cutting him because to me at some point. You're going to you're going to throw that ball to him in a big spot and he's going to do the same thing he's done all season. He's Mm -hmm. not changing. Um, I got this comment here. I understand the frustration with Tony, but you have to give him a chance to correct his mistakes. He's young. Mm, He's in his third year. Like I, I don't know how much time you get to correct these mistakes. Um, The other thing is this.
1: A running back comes in and fumbles the ball. You know, they sit down. You know, like like the way we treat running backs that can't have don't ball security, they don't you know pick don't don't know how to pick up blitz coverage or whatever. Your quarterback gets hit, you fumble the ball. They sit down. They might not see that. They might not see the field for you know you know to the next game.
0: Yeah, I mean speaking of that though, Rasheed Rice, like he needs to be walking around the facility with the football in his hands, high and tight, and and randomly people need to come and try to peanut punch the ball out of his hand because he fumbled twice. Um, on Sunday the first one he was down by contact right before the ball came loose but he had a second fumble um, that I believe he recovered I don't think he lost that fumble um, but he recovered it and it's and again Rasheed Rice again 92 percent of the snaps on Sunday I think a career high in receptions I don't think it was a career high where it might have been a career high in yardage or no I think he went over 100 yards the previous week Um, but a career high I think in receptions got his seventh touchdown of the year even on that touchdown he almost dropped it He bobbled it, and then to hear McKinnon say, oh, yeah, we improvised that. Um, The play was – the call was for me to hand the ball off to him, but we knew he he was a a touchdown away from, I think, either tying or setting the rookie record for the Chiefs for touchdowns in in, in the rookie season. And so we improvised that on the fly. And I'm like, bro, first of all, y'all having enough time as it is scoring points, number one. Number two, your man's almost messed that up for both of y'all because he couldn't execute.
1: Like, bro. Like, but you know what though, I do, I do, I, I do. A, I'm okay with it because it's an incomplete pass. You know what I mean? It's I right mean, there. but he, but here's the thing though, he juggled it, and there's like a lot yeah, of traffic. It could've, it could've there was a lot happened.
0: of traffic, dog. I'm saying there's a lot of traffic about that. So to, to continue the discussion about the Chiefs real quick, one, me and and the homie uh, Maurice Elston from Arrowhead Pride, we had a really good conversation, good back and forth about assessing who's at fault for the struggles of this Chiefs offense. Right. We were really heavy in our group. We were really going in on Tony saying, look, you got to get like we talked about. Let's go with uh, with with not Ross, um, Richie James. Let's go Richie James. Let's go with Cole Hartman. Bench Tony, cut Tony. And He goes, well, I don't I don't understand why you guys are being so hard on Tony when Pat throws a terrible interception. When when Travis Kelsey drops a, a, a pass in the end zone that could have went towards points and um, they ended up having to settle for a field goal later on that drive. He's like, to me, that's the problem. The play calling's the problem. The line's a problem. He's like nobody in, in the offense is performing up to a consistent standard that we've come to know under the Mahomes era. So I'll ask you, given the fact that Pat has had some bad mistakes or Patrick, excuse me, he's had some bad mistakes. Kelsey's had some crucial drops, some critical drops. Should we hold Mahomes and Kelsey to the same standard that we are holding Kadarius Tony? Absolutely not. I'll hold Kadarius
1: Tony to that standard when he wins us games. Mahomes and Travis Kelsey wins the game. They, he, they, they, they. Chris Jones wins the games. You know, like these are the guys that are, are the reason that you know uh, you're in a playoff picture. That you're leading the division. You know what I mean? And when you start winning. There's a little more leeway you can get, you know what I mean, with 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 some snafus and 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 bad passes or a penalty or something to that extent. I mean, you look like Jason Kelsey last night, you know, has a, a false start in in the game against Seattle. You know, a big a big he had two false starts in the game, I believe, against Buffalo, um, a few weeks back that they ended up winning uh, in overtime. But like two critical false starts, and it's like you know, like what's the guy's name on the Chiefs, uh, Jawan Taylor or whatever? Like, yep, he, yep. like he, like he's the one I'm like, hey, get it together. Like, you're the most penalized, you know, player in the league. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm giving Jason Kelsey some leeway because he's helped us win games. You know, he's gotten us there. So, now I'm not holding them to the same standard. And plus, I think that those two guys are not guys that you have to go in and say, hey, you know, you're playing bad. Or, hey, you know, go hit the jugs machine. Or, hey, maybe you need to spend a little bit more time, you know, um, you know, uh, prepping for next week's game or whatever. Those are guys that that want to do it and known to being able to do that weekly. They they literally could coach themselves, you know, because I believe they hate losing that much. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not holding them to the same accountability. I think they know. I think they know that they're not playing right now well enough to win the AFC.
0: So, what do you think? So, his other point was that because they are the team leaders, because they are the best players on the team, that the standard for them is even higher. So, his point was. Because they are the best two players on that offense, they have to then pick up the slack for these role players like Tony, who are not pulling their weight.
1: They are. <laughs> That's why we're 95. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're 95, and are not. <laughs> and we're not five and nine. You know what I mean? Like, like the Chiefs. The Chiefs are a catch and a uh, you know a offsides away from being the number one seed in the AFC. You know, uh, MVS catch and uh, a Kadarius Tony being offsides. You know, so so, Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes didn't have nothing to do with those. As a matter of fact, Patrick Mahomes made an amazing pass and Travis Kelsey made an amazing lateral. They they should have won because of those two guys and they lost because of the other two guys. You know what I mean? So they are picking up the slack for those guys and that's why, you know, um, we're winning games. You know, the Patriots are the Patriots. They're not any good. We were going to win that game. But winning on the road in the NFL against Bill Belichick by 10 points, It's not it's not it's not a bad win. Bad win. You know, it wasn't necessarily an ugly win outside of, you know, that interception or whatever. That's that's a good win.
0: So um, I I'm assuming maybe this this point, quick battle rap interjection here from Michael Cobb. Give me if I misspelled mispronounce your last name. Who won Loso or Arsenal sub award? I am assuming he's referencing the Loso versus Arsenal battle that took place on the URL app. Uh, Loso 30, would fire. remember. Yeah, that. yeah. Loso 30, to Ar- yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He definitely 30 to Arsenal. Um, that's one of the things that uh, if you don't, you know, there's a, there's a whole world out there that does not have the app, you know, <laughs> there's a big world out there of people that have like not seen these battles, you know, that might see a flyer, that might see a clip, that might be scrolling on TikTok and see something that pops up that's viral from two years ago, whatever, and be like, yo, they battled, you know, and so, so it's a it's interesting when we talk i talked to a, pe- a lot of people in barbershops airport wherever you know just in walking like talk to a guy at a sports bar the other night who's a huge you know uh, battle rap fan back in the days you know and he's just oh this battle happened oh that battle happened wait murder, murder mook battle in new jersey twerk that's crazy what you know what i mean like those kind of things so yeah shout out to you michael but yeah loso definitely 30 year old all right so to bring it back to sports now
0: so this is from my my pops my dad he says they don't deserve a pass. They make mistakes. What's this, the Michael Jordan standard? And I think, honestly, that's what
1: – Okay, uh, so you mean my, to tell I, me. You mean to tell me, all right, if Kadarius Tony drops passes every game, he deserves to mm-hmm. stay on the field. And if Patrick Mahomes throws an interception every game – uh, uh, if Kadarius Tony drops a pass every game, we're benching him. If Patrick Mahomes throws an interception every game – He's gonna be the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. You know what I mean? Like it's not a Absolutely. one. For, it's not a one for one thing. I'm not saying that like when they when they don't, you know, um, he Mahomes is one interception away from his career high. I believe. I think he's yep. one interception away from you know his career high, and we still got three games to go. So he's more than likely yep. going to. You know what I mean? Yep. So there's accountability there, but it's like, like they they coach themselves. You know what I mean? Like I don't think Andy Reid has to pull him in and say, "Hey, I think we're gonna go a different way with you." Hey, Kelsey. I saw your podcast. I know you and Jason want to play for the Browns, you know, so, you know, like when they, when they yeah. mess up, they're treated Yeah, like,
0: different. I, I agree 100%. Your stars are your stars and your stars get more leeway because they have the equity. They built in the equity of when they mess up, you understand that that's what comes with it because they are human. They are going to make mistakes. Do you have to, in in front of the whole team, do you have to chastise Pat and say, hey, Pat, you can't make that throw here. That's a terrible decision by you. Absolutely. Hey, Travis, you can't. Um, I think he fumbled against the Packers or is he the Packers or the Eagles? It was one of those games where he, he, did. he try- punched try- the ground to- right after, yeah. Right, 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 right. You can't. You have to protect that ball there. I understand you want to fight for extra yardage, but you got to know when you have got when you've done all you can do and get down because these guys are coming from every direction trying to knock that ball loose. Right. Do you do that publicly? Yes. But those again, like you said, those guys have set the standard. They are the standard bearers. You for those who are not those players, you are trying to ascend to that standard. And if you cannot ascend to that standard, we have to find people who will do who can then replace you to try to get there. I get it. This receiver room is a failure. There's I've been on this podcast critiquing Brett Veach for saying, Hey, you thought you had something, you miscalculated. You got this wrong. Um, if I didn't say before, I'll say it now. To me, next season, there should be two players on this roster in that wide receiver room. It's Sky Moore. And it's uh, not Rasheed Rasheed Rice. Rice. Yeah, Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice. I would say Justin Ross. Those are the only two players on that team who should be there as a wide receiver next year. Justin Ross, Justin Watson, MVS, um, Kadarius Toney, McCole Hartman. Sorry, guys. We thank you for all you've done, but we're going to go a different direction. And you got to rebuild that room because this bargain basement approach that you tried, it didn't work. It failed. And so, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yes, those guys need to be better, but again, I can trust that m- more times than not, when we need a play, they're going to make a play. I have if Patrick Mahomes has to be able to trust that when he throws Kadarius Tony that ball, that he's going to catch it. Because what's going to happen is you're going to have Pat see him wide open, and he's not going to throw him the ball. And not right. to me, that has happened this season. You have seen that on tape, players being open, but because they have not performed, Patrick hasn't thrown him the ball, and it's caused issues in his own performance. Um, And the last thing I say about this is that when you have these players underperforming, though your best players feel like they do have to overcompensate. And that's what causes these silly issues, these silly turnovers, these silly mistakes that they normally do not make because they're trying to play perfectly. Patrick alluded to that in the quarterback docuseries about trying to be perfect because he felt the pressure because things were not going well defensively. The defense was a sieve. Right, they were giving up mad points. He felt like he needed to score a touchdown every time out. It led to him taking chances that he shouldn't have, and it hurt the team overall. And to me, that's part of their problem. On top of Matt Nagy, on top of the wide receiver room. So, yeah, (laughs) y'all let us know what y'all think about that, man. What What would you do with Kadarius Tony? Would you bench him? Would you cut him? And if you were bench him, who do you replace him with? All right, so let's jump to the Patriots real quick in this equation. So there's been lots of talk that started this coming into this game reports that the new England Patriots were going to move away from bill Belichick at the end of the season. And he was going to be free to either retire or go coach another team. Um, To me, bill Belichick is the greatest coach in NFL history. He may be the greatest coach of all time, regardless of sport. Yes. Greater than bear, Bryant, Nick Saban, um, Ah, the Wizard of Westwood, John Wooden, Phil Jackson, Red Auerbach, uh, Phil, Pat Riley, you
1: name it. Whoa, wrong Pat.
0: Pat Summit. Oh, thank you.
1: Thank you. All right. (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's the greatest of all time. So what if you were the Patriots,
1: would you look to move away from Bill Belichick? Uh, what's out there? I mean, <laughs> I think the only way you look to move away from Bill Belichick is if you know you got something coming in that is like, all right, you know what I mean? Like it's time. It's time, you know. Uh, yeah. So that's the only way I'm I'm moving away from Bill Belichick. Um, and then from Bill Belichick, the only the only place I'm going is a place like uh, Los Angeles Chargers, you know, a place that is built right now with a quarterback and an offensive system and I come in with my defensive mind and I'm like, all right, let's get this ball rolling. You know what I mean? So I think both of those situations have to be a a, a good marriage. You know, uh, the the Patriots going to have to know who's coming in and, and, and Bill Belichick, if he's going to keep coaching, he's, he's, he's going to be, he's going to do the Sean Payton thing. He might even sit out a year or something like that, but he's going to wait till the situation presents itself.
0: Yeah. I mean, so here's what I think I would keep, Bill Belichick, if I'm Robert Kraft, under one condition, you got to get a GM. Bill Belichick has been the GM for, I mean, the entirety of this run. And he has been incredible at finding talent. Um, But I think he is losing if he hasn't lost his magic. Uh, I don't I'm going to say this, but I know if anyone's listening, they're going to pause it. He's lost his magic touch. Like he's locked. He is. He no longer has the ability to find great talent. And if you go and look at his like draft classes, um, they leave a lot to be desired. I want to see if I can pull this up real quick. But it's just to me when you look, especially with the first round. So if you look at first round picks, I think Christian Gonzalez is going to be a first round hit for him. Um, He got he tore. I don't know if he tore his ACL.
1: Christian Barmore was first round, buddy.
0: Second, okay. Barmore was second round. Mac Jones was the first round pick, uh, that's that year. Cole Strange, um, who's the I think he's the guard, was a first round pick. I mean, good player. No first round picks in 2020, 2019. Nikhil Harry, 2018. Isaiah Wynn, no first round draft pick in 2017 or 16. 2015, Malcolm Brown. 2014, Dominique Easley. Now, Dominique Easley was playing really well. He suffered a terrible, I think, ACL injury that pretty much ended his career. And then you got to go to 2012 when you get to Chandler Jones before you find an all-pro that he selected in the first round. And I just named one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight draft picks. 2012, before you find a first-round draft pick that's an all-pro. If you pull this out, extrapolate this out to the first three rounds. To me, the first three rounds are where you find the the base, the the foundation of your team. And again, this year, he might, I think Keon White, second round, Marte Mapu had an interception in this game against the Chiefs. Cool. Tyquan Thornton last year. Mm, not really. Marcus Jones, he's all right. Like you mentioned, Christian Barmore, cool. Ronnie Perkins. Mm-hmm. Then you get to 2020, Kyle Duggar, yes. Josh Uche, yes. Anthony Jennings, yes. So, I mean, but also in the third round, Devin Asiasi, who's a tight end, who's out of the league, I believe. So, I mean, again, his track record as a drafter, especially on the offensive side of the ball, has been abysmal. He's missed. He can obviously obviously, still coach a defense. He's really great at that. But his ability to find skilled players, to find a quarterback, to find that type of talent, I personally do not trust. And if he does not want to cede that power to an actual GM to make that those decisions, then I'm calling L.A. and say, hey, let me get that first round pick. I'll take a, I'll take a first round pick for because my concern is if he stays in that number two spot and they draft a Drake May or a uh, Caleb Williams, if, if the first overall team decides to go with 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 uh, Drake, I'm concerned with his ability at this stage to properly develop a coach because Mac Jones was not terrible in 20 in that COVID year. Yeah, he wasn't wasn't great, but he wasn't terrible. And to me, he's regressed. And part of that is on Bill Belichick's uh, docket as being the person responsible for that. So that I, I personally would not, I personally would not choose to unless, like I said, unless he's willing to give up that power. Um, You think he needs to bring in like
1: new coaching staff as
0: well? I mean, I think he needs to, have a search a true search for a dope uh offensive coordinator he's not but here's the problem right he's not going to give him control i mean i guess you could bring back josh daniels i mean that was mac jones most productive year was under josh so i I guess you go back and get josh daniels he's a great coordinator not a great head coach so maybe that's the fix but to me you have to go and find someone to run that offense and let Especially with you being in a position to draft one of the top two quarterbacks in this draft. Yeah, I, I, yeah, so that's my personal preference. Let me say this last thing in closing. I know people like to try to make this chicken or the egg thing with Brady and Bill. But let's, let's be honest here. Tom Brady is in part made by Bill, by Bill Belichick. Tom Brady himself has said he's not who he is without Bill Belichick. It is not Tom Brady made him or vice versa. This was the perfect marriage of two great coach, great player, and that led to 20 years of success. Right? So that first Super Bowl, that defense – I mean, honestly, those first two or three Super Bowls, the defense is leading the way, and Tom is, to uh, to quote Cam Newton, he is the game manager. He's yeah. not the game changer in yeah. those first couple of Super Bowl wins. Then it starts to flip – Brady starts going crazy. The rules change, which, which is in part because of Belichick and his defense. And Brady takes off and we see what he becomes from there. But please, please, people, put some respect on Bill Belichick's name when you talk about him. I get it's not great now, but don't be disrespectful. Y'all yeah. let us know what y'all think. Let us know what y'all think about that. What should the Patriots do with Bill Belichick? Should they let him go? Should they trade him? Should he stay? Hit us up at Brains and Bars on Facebook. Twitter and YouTube. All right. So let's jump into some of the other storylines around the league. Last night in all Monday night football in Seattle, the only time I will ever root for the Seahawks, the Seahawks beat, they stunned the Eagles 20 to 17 to win in, in a Monday, fun Monday night game. I did not get to watch, by the way. I was a little busy, but they stunned them. Philly loses their third straight game. They're now in fifth place in the division. The Cowboys hold the tiebreaker over them as it currently stands. So let me ask you this: Is this slump from Philadelphia an anomaly, or is it a sign of things to come in terms of their future, their their odds of being a Super Bowl contender?
1: Um, I don't. I think it's somewhat of an anomaly. I mean, they had a they had a six game stretch that was just, I mean, just six very very tough opponents, if I'm not mistaken. You know, um, they get the win against Kansas City. They get the win against Buffalo in overtime. They lose to Dallas. Then they turn around and they lose to um who they lose to Seattle. Alabama. Seattle. But then I think they lost 49ers, to 49ers. 49ers. San Francisco. Really good, yeah. Dallas. You know, um, so the Seattle, the Seattle, the Seattle game was one of those like, nah. This is this is supposed to, you know, you know, this is but, you know, losing to to uh to the Cowboys and the Niners, I don't think, you know, it's kind of like, you know, those are two very, very, very good teams. Um I think what it is is that like You know when, like when teams like the like the Chiefs and like the Eagles are starting to you know take a few lumps down the stretch, it's kind of like ain't nobody scared of y'all anymore. You know, not that they were scared, but ain't nobody, don't nobody, don't make look at you like you walk in with that swagger like you're the team to beat. Like you know, if you get the ball last, it's a W. You know what I mean? And I think with them both being like the returning teams from the Super Bowl, like no team in the AFC is looking at the Chiefs like that, and no team in the NFC is looking like the Eagles like that. You know now can the chiefs beat anybody in the NFL? Yes. Can the Eagles beat anybody in the NFL? Yes. You know, when it, when it's all clicking. Um, so I definitely think the three game stretch, um, you love to see it because their coach is just so easily to easy to, <laughs> easy, easy to not like, um, you love to see it in that aspect. Um, I, I, I wish that it would have been Geno Smith that beat them. I'm not the biggest true lock fan, but I do like Geno. Um, but I do like a lot of the guys that play for the Seahawks. So. Um yeah, he got the backpack. Uh the um but yeah, so um but yeah, I I definitely think that they're gonna write the ship. You know, I think that the they have three very I think they have three very winnable games coming up
0: to end the season. Yeah. Kinda kind of like the Chiefs. They got the Giants twice. Yeah. And I'm trying to think who that third game is again. The Cardinals.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. So you know that the Chiefs and the Eagles should definitely you know, there should be no more losses going into the playoffs. You know, the Cowboys are the team that you you need to look at and say, "Hey, I think they got Baltimore, they got the Dolphins, and they got um one other tough matchup."
0: uh I don't think it's Baltimore. They got Miami this week. I think. Actually- oh no, San Francisco has Baltimore. Then San Francisco has Baltimore. Oh, they got the Lions. So they got they Cowboys finish Dolphins. At, at at Miami, home the Lions on the road to the commanders to close okay, yeah. So two back-to-back tough games.
1: Yeah, and after the way the the, the Cowboys looked, you know, Miami and the Lions are, are two especially with the Lions fighting for a I mean a one seat Hell that Baltimore game seven seven weeks in a row now. The underdog has won Monday night football. Seven weeks wow. in a row. The underdog wow. has one Monday night football. And the Ravens will be going <laughs> up against the 49ers on Monday night football. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty
0: eesh, well, that makes me feel good. Oh. Um
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Philly, I I I think Philly is in trouble from this standpoint. I think they needed to win the division. I think if they could get one home game, I think they could probably go on a roll and beat they I to me they can
1: be, beat the Niners. Well, they I still beat need them. to win the division. I mean, there are three games up against it. I don't see mm. the Cowboys winning three all three of those games. Mm, okay, we gon' we gonna we gon'
0: pin, put the tie right now. Back Cowboys to that.
1: A tiebreaker right now.
0: Right, Cowboys have the tiebreaker right now. Yeah. Um, but I do think I do think Philly, if they have to try to go from the wild card to the Super Bowl, I don't see them. Mm-hmm. They'll beat as a five seed. I think they'll beat whoever the AFC uh, NFC South representative is right now. It's Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay can be a tougher out, although they did play. Mm. <laughs> they they were a hail mary pass away in which I believe one of those players are interfered with. I yes. know Chris Godwin was well. Yes, Chris Godwin was interfered with on his way down the field. Otherwise, yeah. he would have been in position to catch the ball. Yeah. Um. But I, I think they'll beat Tampa. Um. But going through either San Francisco and or Dallas at home to make it to the Super Bowl, I cannot see that happening. Yeah. Um. Let's let's jump ahead to Dallas. Um. Dallas, who are they? they? They got Buffalo Stampede, right? They got yeah. run over literally in uh, Buffalo. James Cook has a career performance against them, runs all over the field. And I think that's the question, right? They were riding this wave. They had t- beaten, you know, Trounce Philly at home. They had been smacking teams upside the head at home. And I think the thing that people were saying, and we're saying this like, hey, can they travel? Can they go to somebody else's stadium? And it was a mess against mm-hmm. Buffalo. Fifteen um, yard penalties, keeping drives alive, couldn't stop the run. Josh Allen is Josh Allen, and it's thirty-one to ten. Um, and that the, a team. If anybody needs home field advantage, it's the Cowboys, because obviously they play like champions at home, but they they seem to be frauds on the road. I hate to use the word frauds, but they are not good on the road against good teams. Um, And so I'll say this and I'll let you talk about the Cowboys and you can talk about their identity crisis and who you think they are or are not. I said last week on the show, I mentioned the 2014 Royals and how that was a team that made it to the World Series game seven against San Francisco. And leading up to that run. Royals fans, when this when the Royals are good, this is a great town to be in because they are super excited about this team. But I said, hey, do not get your hopes up and invested in this team. Make them earn this fandom. Don't because they might let you down. Right? Cowboys fans, I get it. You're super confident. Let me let me speak to you in the language you understand. Hold on, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Let me let me let me let me get the boy shades on real quick. These are these are these are the scammers. These are the international international vibe shades, and these are down the Cowboys shades. Listen to me, Cowboys fans. Listen, I get it. You're super confident. You believe even when they're below 500, a number one overall seed of a team that they are always a, a, a play away from the Super Bowl. But make this team earn your trust. They have not earned your trust this year. Yes, there's their Super Bowl against San Francisco, laid an egg. The Super Bowl against uh, the, the Philly, the first game, couldn't, couldn't finish. Super Bowl against Philly, and the next time, they handled business. This was not necessarily a Super Bowl game. Maybe it was a rematch from a previous Super Bowl, right? But this was a big game because they need to continue to win in hopes of getting number one seed. They dropped the ball make them earn your respect and your love and your admiration. Do not get your hopes up with this team until they show you that they can win, not just at home, but on the road. All right. Y'all them boys. I'm not them boys. Y'all them boys until next time, Dallas fans. All right. I'm done. That's my speech to Dallas fans. All right. But so I'll ask you this question. As we look ahead, (laughs) as we look ahead, to next week as they take on the Miami Dolphins in Miami. This is these are two teams that a lot of people have been critical of they're not beating anyone of, of note, right? Their, their Cody resume is lacking. Okay. So looking at this game, who do you think will be the victor between the Cowboys and the Dolphins? And I'm going to and, and before you answer, I'm clipping this down and sharing this to Ricky and Los. So choose
1: wisely all right so (laughs) i am picking the dallas cowboys i'm Mm. picking the dallas cowboys to win the game in miami if i'm not mistaken correct right yep in miami in miami i'm picking them to win because i believe dallas is the better team I believe Dallas is the better team as far as offensively, defensively, and don't even get me started on special teams. Where the hell did they find this Aubrey kid who just walks on the field? And let me tell you what, Dallas Cowboys fans, Aubrey has earned your trust. (laughs) (laughs) The, The rest of the team still needs to earn your trust. But that kicker has earned your trust. Now, he is- did he miss? Did he miss his first? We missed his first one this year, right? And, and if uh, he did, it was against the Bills. I didn't see the whole entire game, so if he did, it was against the Bills. I know Butker missed his first one. Uh, yeah, against the Patriots. Um, if he did, I didn't. Like I said, I didn't see nope, the entire nope. game. He's still perfect. He's still oh, perfect. He's still- thirty-one to thirty-one. Yeah, but um, but I'm taking I'm taking Dallas just because I think they're overall the better team. I think coming off of a loss, they realize what they have to have in this in this Dolphins game. You know what I mean? Um, they lose this game, then they lose the division. You know, um, that's just that's just pretty much the facts of it. And um, I'm not sure how healthy Tyreek is. Uh, I, I assume he's going to be back for the game, but if he's not back for the game, um, I think it'd be difficult. The one thing though, you guys saw James Cook just 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 eat up that Cowboys defense, right? (laughs) Listen, they got two of them boys down there in (laughs) Miami. (laughs) They don't, they got two of them joins down there in Miami. (laughs) That, that, uh, Moster and is it a chain or a chain? A chain, a chain, -chain. -chain. Listen, (laughs) you better chain, a chain, whatever it is, man. They got two of them over there. So you, you better be mindful. But uh, if I had to pick it, if I had to pick, just with, with coming off of a loss like that to the Bills. Um, I do think I do think Dallas plays worse in cold weather. I know it's probably cold up there in Buffalo. It wasn't frigid, but I'm sure it was not. You know, temperatures weren't that great. It's going to be nice in Miami. It's going to be similar to what it is in Dallas, you know. And I think, um, I think knowing what's on the line, knowing that you can't lose another one, you know, uh, I think Dallas takes care of business in that game. I have them losing the next one to the Lions.
0: Mm, that's a home game though watch that's a home game that's
1: what the Cowboys do that's what mm. the Cowboys would do mm, okay okay
0: they're gonna uh, get I'm going to
1: take the fans hopes up and be like nah we don't lose at home and the two games before the division they're going to drop one to the Lions uh, I'm going to uh, go with
0: I'm going to go I'm going to take the other side I'm going to take Miami I'm going to take Miami I think
1: is They're, this an MVP in,
0: game? Is this a huge MVP game? Uh no because right now Brock Purdy is the MVP. And I don't say that with like any uh what's the word I'm looking for? I don't say that with any like happiness, right? Like I'm not excited about that because I don't like I like to stay underneath the radar. They put it that way. And I also believe that Tyree. Tyreek Hill, I think Tyreek Hill is the MVP. Um I get Christian McCaffrey to me should be second. To me, the top two MVP guys, I've been saying this now for weeks, is Christian McCaffrey and Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill's number one, CMC's number two. Amazing, amazing player, man. Um, and to me, then we can get
1: because Brad Purdy kind of kind of knocked you out of the fantasy football playoffs, too. There's this a little bit listen, listen. I man, don't get me started. (laughs) Like
0: I, I hate ESPN. Here's your weekly recap. I lost. That's I know, the recap. Right? Stop reminding me. Yeah, hey, yeah. You, you're currently down right now. I know, bro. I Believe checked the score. Me. Yeah, don't man. I went 0-4 this weekend. I got two leagues left to still try to win the chip. So yeah, but Brock went crazy. I faced I faced McCaffrey in the die, not die daily, in the uh league of greats. greats? Oh, I, was, yeah. I went up against smoked. 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 Me. <laughs> Was you know, it Nathaniel? It was Did I, you play Nathaniel or you played Velasquez? I
1: played Nathaniel. Oh, 150
0: something. <laughs> 150. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, it it was rough, man. It was rough. Let me let me take a quick second to holler at the fantasy football people. I want to, I know people say nobody cares about your fantasy football team. Well, listen, at, it's a black and white thing, we care. If nobody mm-hmm. else cares, we care. So we want to hear from you. What's your stories? How's your team doing? How's your season going? Are you still alive or have you been or have you died? Are you a degenerate like me and, and are in eight leagues, which is partly a war's fault? He's partly to blame for this. Hey, are you in eight? I'm in seven, man. I'm in seven. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we get it's like getting the Labor Day and Ward hit me up. Yo, yo, I need I need one. Can you can you join? I'm like, I don't know, bro, man. I already told me you were super cool, bro. Come on. All right, <laughs> man. All right, bro. So.
1: Are you a degenerate like myself? Let me tell y'all a quick story about 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 Mr. Uh, Dan, uh, aka A One, aka Carlos, aka the Man of Many Leagues. All right, oh, we're man. in a we're in a dynasty league, right? A, a keeper dynasty league where you keep <laughs> you keep like all your players every year, right? He he he's he's so emotionally tied to these losses and everything that's going on in his life that. He drops <laughs> Justin Herbert in our keeper league. <laughs>
0: listen, listen, bro. I I'm in eight leagues. Like I am my first of all, I started off like five and oh, four or five and oh in the dynasty league, and only won like two of my last like seven. It just completely fell apart in that league because I didn't quite understand the how the dynasty thing worked. Well, two Cooper Cup, Aaron Jones hurt all dog on season long. Yeah. Um before Herbert got finished for the season, his performance tanked, so my team fell apart. That's another story. But I was in so many leagues, and I'm just like, I'm just like looking at some of the the wreckage and the carnage, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Herbert's done for the year, so, yeah, no reason to hold on to him. He'll be there to pick up next year. And I dropped him, and then somebody in the chat goes, uh... And as soon as he went, uh, I went, oh, snap, my bad, my bad. Like, yo, Kamish, do your boy solid. Bring him back, please. I didn't mean to do that. Yes, please. But nah, man. But yeah, hit us up, man. At Brains and Bars on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Hit us up. Let us know how your fantasy team is doing or did this year. All right, let's jump into the last topic so we can close out for the night. Um, we're going to close on. Actually, let's let's talk about the Bills real quick. Are the Bills the most dangerous team in the NFC and
1: AFC? Excuse me. No, no. <clears throat> I um, I think. I don't know that there's a dangerous team in the, in the AFC, but I, mean, I guess if you say there has to be a most dangerous, you know. I always think that we're one week away from saying somebody else is the most dangerous. The Bills could easily dr- lose the game this week, you know what I mean, and, and be like, ah, uh, not even making the playoffs. You know what I mean? <laughs> How you going to be the most dangerous if another loss is, keeps you from the playoffs, period? Um, I mean, they're play- listen, they're playing the Chargers. Now, granted, it's in L.A., but they're playing the Chargers, and we just saw what happened to the Chargers against the Raiders. Hey, Max Duggan needs to start for the Chargers. At least that man is a. That's similar to when Tim Tebow was was winning games. <laughs> they need to throw Max Duggan in and see if he can run a quarterback draw. Um, no, oh I don't think. I, I would say I would say that the Chiefs and the Dolphins are still as dangerous as the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, so I, I think that I, um, I think it's a it, it's really a week week to week basis with all three of those. All three of those teams do the Buffalo Bills have the most impressive win as of late? You know what I mean? That's an impressive win, what they just did to the Cowboys. A very impressive win. Um, the last Chiefs impressive win, Whew. The, the Dolphins.
0: Chargers. no, because they went up went up 21 and had to
1: hold on to you the say lead. They still, They still beat a team that was one of the considered one of the best in the NFL at the time. Okay, I can rock with that. I can you rock with that. So
0: the, to me, the Bills are the most impressive team or the most dangerous team in, in the AFC right now. And if they, I said this last week and i repeat it again. If they make the playoffs, they're going to the Super Bowl. I think they have the defense to compete with any of the teams that are currently in the playoffs. I think Josh Allen, I've said it before, Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the league. But when Josh Allen is on, he's Thanos. There's nothing you can do with him. You cannot sack him. You cannot bring him down. That man was on he, when we beat him. Okay, first of all, that's not his fault though. Right? Like, like let's let's keep it let's keep it a buck. That was that was Batman versus Superman right there in that particular. <laughs> you just called him
1: Thanos. <laughs> so Thanos I mean, would have beat Superman.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, first of all, I shouldn't Superman's a bad enough. I feel like Superman is weak. The way Ricky yeah. hates Captain America is the way I hate Superman. I think Superman's the weakest superhero of all time. That's neither <laughs> here nor there. But I think Superman, I mean, sorry, I think when <laughs> he's on. He cannot be stopped. And I'm not, he doesn't even have to have a that performance against the Chiefs. It's just that in that Chiefs game, for example, there were several times where they had him dead to rights and they couldn't bring him down. They couldn't stop him. And so to me, when he that's what I mean in terms of Thanos, because he's so, he's so big, you can't get him down. If you get, if you feel like you got him dead to rights, he just stiffs arms you or steps around you or runs away from you, and he's throwing 60 yard rockets on the move that are on target. And so I think that that team right now, because they are in survival mode, they are going to be super tough if they make the dance. Now, the problem is, is that they got so many teams ahead of them, including the Bengals, including the Colts, including the, the Browns, who just, like we to talk about a team that won't die, the freaking roaches of the NFL right now. they survived everything. Um,
1: black go out here. Oh, my God. They should, <laughs> dog, they should have lost
0: that game. <laughs> They should have lost that game like Chicago, bad tackling, bad angles. It's three of y'all. It's three of y'all in this place. How do y'all let Amari Cooper? Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But anyway, but uh, yeah, I just think that's their issue is can enough teams in front of them lose? I think the end, the Colts are ahead of them. I think the Texans are ahead of them. Will enough teams lose that they can at least get to that seven spot may get to that seven spot. Now you're looking at – Yeah, his uh, season uh, starts over.
1: Yeah, I get
0: you. You're looking at meeting up with, with Miami again for the third time because I think yeah. – I don't know if the Chiefs are going to be able to climb up past Miami or Baltimore. So, listen, I'm not giving him too much credit, Sidney. He will yes, definitely he, throw it. Yes, he, he will, will th- Listen, he going to throw it. you one. Will you
1: catch it is the thing. But the thing is is that no, – No, 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 is... you will. The, the statistics show that, that he'll throw you one you won't catch and he'll throw you one you will catch. <laughs> the statistics show – but the point I'm making yeah, is he only threw that. for 90 yards against the Cowboys. He didn't even play a great game. That's probably the thing that's alarming well, about
0: it. He didn't have to. When you can just keep running, running halfback power yeah. for all game and they can't stop it. Hey, I don't need to throw the ball. You yeah. know. So last thing and we're going to get out of here on this one: the the my team, San Francisco 49ers, are the number one seed in the NFC. They it was a interesting game against the Cardinals. They went end up winning by twenty by double digits. They got the Ravens this weekend, game of the week. I got the, I got the, hmm, I got the the Ravens. I want to say the Niners, but my pessimist uh, out, outlook would not allow me to, to take them. So I'm going to take the Ravens. In part, though, I do have a good reason. Their two interior linemen, Javon Hargrave and um, Eric Armstead are banged up. They did not play on Sunday. That allowed the Cardinals to run for a season high in rushing. Now you got Lamar Jackson coming to town with your two best interior linemen, either not playing or severely banged up. That's why I think they will win the game. But if by some chance, a miracle, those underdog plucky Niners can pull off the victory against the mighty, mighty number one team, Super Bowl favorite Baltimore Ravens. If they win, if they go two and one, they will be the number one seed. So let's just assume they win the game. And they beat the Commanders. That's who they got next week. Last game of the season, they would have wrapped up home field throughout the playoffs. Do you rest your starters that final game of the season?
1: Who is it? Cardinals?
0: Uh, Rams, who will probably be playing for a playoff spot because they are in the hunt for a Mm -hmm. wild card
1: spot. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I rest the starters. However... I'm gonna give it back to that. I want to ask one question before I get back to that. Is this an MVP game?
0: Yes, this is this is the game for the MVP because it's Brock. Lamar Purdy Jackson or Lamar. comes
1: in and wins on Monday Night Football, goes crazy. This he's this the MVP. could be, Yeah. Okay. All right. And if Brock Purdy
0: does does the same, he's the
1: MVP. Back to this. I don't think that you live in fear, but you just lost a Super Bowl because of injury you know what i mean like last year you just lost because of a freak drop back take a sack whatever you have everything locked up limit the hits on your guys that are gonna win you a super bowl put the other guys in and let them play
0: all right let me put on my bang bang niner gang specs here okay these are multi these are multi-purpose glasses here okay just pretend just pretend that they're red just pretend Uh they're red listen kyle First of all, let me congratulate you. I've been a critic of yours in the past. Um, you've done a good, a great job this year. Um, to me, it's worthy of Coach of the Year consideration. But I wouldn't be mad at Kevin Stefanski winning Coach of the Year because of the job that he's done in Cleveland. But that's neither here nor there. If you beat the Ravens on Monday night, and then you should beat the Commanders in Washington the following week, I don't want to see a single second of Christian McCaffrey.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Brock Purdy, yep. Brandon Ayuk, Debo. Debo Samble, George Kittle, uh, Trent Williams, yep. uh, Chase Young. Fred um, Warner. Fred Warner, Drake, Draymond, Dray, a.k.a. Draymond Greenlaw. Um, uh, <laughs> tra- traverius Ward, Diamador Lenore. Yep. Uh, jo- I almost said Joey Bosa. Nick Bosa. All of them, Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead, all I want to see are twos and threes on that field as if we're playing basketball. That's all I want to see on that field. Twos, threes, and if you got a four out there, put them on the field. I don't care if the Rams are trying to make the playoffs. Let that be for them to deal with on another day. But you let uh, Sam Darnold and uh, Jordan Davis, I'm blanking on his last name, it's not Jordan Davis, It's Jordan something. I can't think of his last name right now. I'm blanking on it. But you let them handle your light work. All right. You guys have done enough. You need to rest. I don't want to see it. Bang, bang, 90 game, baby. Anyway, I'm with you. That's our show tonight. We appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode of It's a Black and White Thing. Please remember, you can check out every episode of It's a Black and White Thing, by going to the podcast app of your choice. Searching for It's a Black and White Thing or Brains and Bars, please rate, review and subscribe. Please give us five stars. You can also check us out on YouTube by searching at Brains and Bars. We go live. I'm trying to be more consistent once a week. This man leads a busy life. So if he cannot join me, I I will have no problem pulling up solo dolo and trying to entertain you for about an hour or so. So check us out there. Hit the notification bell. Comment. Great review subscribe share that as well um you can check us out on instagram facebook
1: and twitter at brains and bars you can check out a where can the people find you sir i am a on almost everything twitter i am underscore a ward until the original i am a ward gives me the twitter handle but um yeah holler at me uh make sure you follow like subscribe say nice things god is good all right and until next time it's been a black
0: man white thing man i holler at y'all y'all have a good week Enjoy. Happy holidays. Buenos dias. <laughs> no, it's not. It's,
1: it's adios. Good day, adios. right? Have a good day. Buenos dias. Buenas, no, buenos dias is good morning. Oh, buenas noches. Good night. <laughs> buenas noches. Good night. There you go. Yeah. Hasta, right. I, I, oh, yeah. Hasta luego. Yeah. There you go. Hasta la vista. All that good stuff. Yeah. Ciao.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Italian. But Doses. We out. All right, y'all. All right.